You've got to focus on your nutrition. And if you're, and here's the big trap people fall into with this is that they get into this thing where they're working out four or five days a week or six or seven days a week. And that's the pace they have to keep up because they don't understand nutrition, specifically nutrition for fat loss. I'll give you an example. I've got a client just signed up with me not, not that long ago. And she was doing Orange Theory for eight months, going four to five times a week. Did not lose one pound. Let's go back to that. Orange Theory, every week, four to five times a week for eight months, not one pound lost. What's up, my friend? I'm health expert and motivational speaker, Ted Rice, and today I'm coming to you from Phuket, Thailand, where I've been for the past few weeks and where I'll be for at least another month, maybe more. And that's going to be relevant because I'm going to tell you all about six myths about cardio that you need to stop believing. And I constantly talk about this on social media, especially Instagram, and people get so mad at me. They think I hate cardio. I don't. In fact, one of the most fun things that most fun workouts that I do is I train Thai boxing in Thailand. I mean, it's just incredible. It's like a, a dream come true for me. And it's all about cardio, but people mistake and misunderstand that I'm just telling you what works best. I'm not telling you you know, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings by telling you what you like isn't the best way to go about things. But I think it's important we be honest with ourselves. So we're going to get into those six myths. And of course, I'm going to tell you what the myths are. I'm going to tell you why they are myths. And I'm going to tell you what you should do based on your specific goals. So if you're not sure how to do cardio or how much to do or what type of cardio you should do or whether you should do it on a fasted, it should do it on an empty stomach or whether you should eat before. I'm going to clear up all those myths and more today. And if this is your first time listening, Legendary Life is a podcast that's all about clearing up health and fitness confusion by breaking down science-based information on how to lose fat, prevent disease, and live a longer, healthier life. So if that's what you're interested in, then you're in the right place. And I have a quick request for you before we jump in today's episode. If you appreciate the information that I bring every single week, the interviews, the solo episodes, showing up and giving you what I have to give, giving you my best, then I'd really be grateful if you would go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash review. That's legendarylifepodcast.com slash review. And on that link to my website, I'll show you how to subscribe to the podcast and if you haven't given me a review yet, I, I show you exactly how to give me a review. And that's the highest compliment you can give this podcast. It's how other people will find us. It helps us rank better. So would really appreciate your, uh, if, if you have been benefiting from the information from this podcast, doing that would be a great way to repay me, the best way to repay me. So let's jump into the myths today. And I'm really excited about this because, again, I'm here in Thailand. I'm, uh, I've gotten 
I've had some personal goals, if you don't mind me taking a little bit of time to tell you about them. So my goal right now is to get down to, you know, 10-ish percent body fat. I'm about 13, maybe a little bit less actually. And I'm actually down to 185 pounds, which I haven't weighed that since I was in my 20s. Uh, in my my mid-20s, I started gaining weight towards the end of my 20s, actually in my early 30s. So this is the weight. I haven't been down to this weight at 185. But looking back at my pictures when I was 185 and doing more weightlifting, I had a lot more muscle. I was leaner. I had less fat and more muscle. And so I'm going to talk to you about why that situation is the way that it is, because one of the things I've been doing is this tie boxing class. And so this is going to tie in. I'm, I'm going to share a bit of the stories as we dive into the myths. So without further ado, let's jump right in to myth number one. So myth number one is cardio, cardio, and more cardio is the ticket to faster weight loss. This is what you'll see a lot of people say, quote unquote, experts say, Instagram people say. And what I want to tell you, and, and actually, I think you see less people saying this. It's mostly that people who have been reading magazines, men and women who have been reading magazines for a long time, especially women, I would say, in this case, uh, still believe the things that magazines, the information that was being put out, I don't know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or also the classes that are really popular right now, like uh, Orange Theory, Barry's Boot Camp, all these different classes. So, so again, that myth is cardio is the ticket to faster weight loss. Now, let's talk about why this isn't true. And this isn't true because we know that it's extremely, that cardio is the worst choice, or let's not say the worst choice that's probably doing cardio a disservice. Let's say it's the least effective choice. It is not maybe the least effective. It's not possibly the least effective. It is the least effective workout to lose body fat. All right the least effective. Now, why is this true? Well, we know that just exercise in general, even if we're talking about resistance training, it's just not, doesn't work that well. And the reason is a slice of pizza is about 300 calories and working out for, I don't know, running for half an hour pretty hard is about 300 calories, right? Three to 500, three to 400, whatever it is. Hard to calculate that stuff. That's why people hate the calorie thing. But what I want to bring you right back to is how many slices of pizza can you eat in 30 minutes? More than one? It's so easy to overeat. So the best way to lose fat is to focus on your nutrition, is to dial in your nutrition. If you're trying to out-train your diet, it will not work. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the nuances here because some people are like, oh, I started exercising and I saw a difference in my body. It happens for some people, but what people don't understand, this is the big mistake and this is the big nuance. And maybe you have a friend who's like, oh, I started exercising. I lost a bunch of weight. They went from sitting on the couch to doing something and then boom, 
you see an improvement. So I'm not talking about the person who's sitting on the couch right now doing, you know, their, their hardest workout is brushing their teeth and taking a shower. I'm not talking about that person. If you're that person, then getting up off the couch and doing some cardio or basically anything else is going to help you. I'm talking to the person right now who you're already working out. You're already putting energy in this. Cardio is the least effective way to go about this. You've got to focus on your nutrition. And if you're, and here's the big trap people fall into with this is that they get into this thing where they're working out four or five days a week or six or seven days a week. And that's the pace they have to keep up because they don't understand nutrition, specifically nutrition for fat loss. I'll give you an example. I've got a client just signed up with me not not that long ago, and she was doing Orange Theory for eight months, going four to five times a week, did not lose one pound. Let's go back to that. Orange Theory, every week, four to five times a week for eight months, not one pound lost. She's been on my program for weeks. She lost five pounds in the first week, okay? Five pounds in the first week. And it wasn't through my magic workout. It was because we redid her nutrition. And now, and through the exercise program that she's on, she's already noticing a difference in her strength. And she sees muscles starting to form, starting to show. And she was beat up and had all these joint injuries. And she told me, and I actually, uh, let, she let me record this and I'll be sharing this with you soon. She said that she felt like all the injuries were, were because of her age, but now she doesn't have any injuries. Her body is seeing results rapidly and it's all because she's focused on the right thing and she's only working out three times a week with weights for about 45 minutes. She's focusing on her nutrition, which is the first thing that I should have mentioned. And she's doing twice a week, she's doing some activity with her son. And that's the power of a good program. So it's really about the nutrition. And then if we're talking about exercise, it's resistance training. So let's talk about myth number two. High intensity interval training is the only cardio we're doing. In fact, high-intensity interval training is the magic bullet for fat loss. That's what so many people have said. Even people who I've interviewed on this show earlier in, um, and I used to say this too, so I can't really blame those people, but we know now that uh, it's not true because high-intensity interval training, although there's a ton of benefits to it, is not appropriate for everyone. Like if you're on the couch right now and you're like, I got to get in shape fast and you go and do the high intensity interval training program, you look, what's the best way to get in shape quick? And you find some high intensity interval training routine. The high intensity means that there's more stress on your cardiovascular system, your heart, right? And there's also more stress through the joints because you got to move quicker to get your heart rate up. So it's not appropriate for everyone. Not only that, is that you don't want to overdo high-intensity interval training. You don't want to overdo cardio in general. 
you want to prioritize resistance training. So let me give you an example of why this is not true. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll use an example from my personal life. So I already talked about the Muay Thai. If you don't know what Muay Thai training like is in Thailand, the training is two hours long has a bunch of stuff that shouldn't be in it because it should just be about techniques and working the pads, but it is a grueling 90 minute to two hour workout. And if I were to do that three times a week, it would be too much for my body. It would hurt my joints. My heart, my resting heart rate would, you know, start going up. It would be too much. So what I do is I do recovery cardio after a hard workout and I do some stimulatory. So in other words, in between my uh, high intensity interval training days, which is the Thai boxing, the Muay Thai, I'll do some, I'll do 30 to 45 minutes of cardio the day before. So I perform better and then I'll do some recovery cardio after and while you may not be doing MMA training, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, or anything like that, karate, whatever it is, you are probably doing some type of hard training. Let's say you're doing weight training. You wouldn't want to do a resistance training routine. Then the very next day, you do a high-intensity interval training routine. And then the next day, you'd come in and you're not going to be able to push on your workout as hard because you're fatigued from the high intensity interval training. So the best way to do things is to put in some lower intensity cardio in between your resistance training days. So lower to moderate intensity, something that, okay, you're going to work yourself, you know, get a sweat going, you're going to work your muscles, you're going to uh, you know, get some exercise in, but it's not going to take away from your workout. And I'll even say this, when you do the low intensity stuff in between the high intensity days, whether your high intensity day is doing resistance training or doing uh, some other type of sport, it's going to help you recover and get you better results as long as you don't overdo it. You'll actually get better results from doing more exercise than you will from just sitting on your butt recovering. Why? Really easy explanation here is because your circulation is better. And if you sit on your butt, your your circulation, uh, it's not being stimulated. So that's a, hopefully that was clear enough. So there, there's a lot of benefit to doing lower or uh, moderate intensity cardio. High intensity is good too. And I think everybody should put it on a goal as a goal for themselves to work up towards if they're medically cleared for it, because there's a lot of health benefits. But as far as like burning fat, it's just a waste of, it's really, you don't want to try to out-train your nutrition. You really want to train on, your, if fat loss is your goal, weight loss, you really want to prioritize nutrition and doing resistance training, then you can throw the cardio in uh, as long as it doesn't take away from the resistance training. And as, and also one more thing here, especially with fat loss, the more exercise you do, the more it's going to stimulate your appetite. So there's a sweet spot with dialing in nutrition and exercise to where you're not exercising that much and you're eating the right amount of food and the right types of foods, and you're losing fat, and you're not struggling with hunger. And so I want to talk to the person right now who's trying to out-train their nutrition by doing a lot of exercise, and then you find yourself just ravenous 
and super hungry and you're like, oh, I just got to eat and you can't control, you're eating more than you should. And so you're not seeing results. You're fueling your performance and you may even be performing well, but you're not seeing fat loss results. And fat loss is a, is a whole other animal. It's not a performance-based model. You're trying to lose fat, okay, which requires you eating less than, than you need. So let's move on to myth number three, doing cardio on an empty stomach torches maximum body fat. And I almost have to say that in that cheesy infomercial voice, because this is something I used to say, by the way, I used to believe, used to say, it's not true. And I want to uh, be clear about that because I've made mistakes in the past and I've never been more clear. And I want to tell you why. It's because instead of relying on people's experiences or stories or coaches uh, telling us, oh, I get great results when I do this with my clients, now we've tested this stuff in laboratory conditions and measured specific markers to show like, okay, does this really work or not? And it's just not true. So it doesn't matter if you do cardio on an empty stomach or not for body fat. Not at all. And I know someone right now is saying, well, I don't know about that one, Ted. I mean, you got me on the others. I'm listening. But I noticed a big difference when I was doing cardio in the morning on an empty stomach. Okay. And guess what the reality behind that is? Can you guess? Really simple. It always comes back. We always like to think of it in terms of biochemistry or complex physiology or hormones or telomeres. But the truth is, if you notice that difference, it's because you went and did cardio on an empty stomach, you felt good about yourself, and you start. so you started the day off on the right foot, and you made better choices throughout the day. That's if, or you, you, it was part of a, another program right? Where you did that. And it was because the other things you did. So if you notice results, it's because of those things. There is no difference between doing cardio on an empty stomach or not. For body fat, there are benefits to doing cardio on an an empty stomach for performance or even health reasons. Like uh, Dr. Mike Nelson was on the podcast talking about metabolic flexibility. But again, we're not talking about metabolic flexibility. We're not talking about a cardio training, uh, train uh, low, compete high, which is an endurance method of training on an empty stomach. But then when it comes to competition, you fuel it. So we're not talking about those things. We're talking about body fat. So what should you do then? Well, if you like training on an empty stomach, and you don't feel like it takes too much away from you, then do it. I I do like light to moderate intensity cardio on an empty stomach, and sometimes I don't. We know that there is a chance that you'll end up burning some muscle. So, um, So I typically don't do it. So keep that in mind. So if you feel good doing it, great. But don't think it's doing anything special other than making you more inspired or motivated rather to make better choices later on. But it doesn't matter for body fat at all. We know this for a fact. So myth number four is it's important to stay in the quote unquote fat burning zone if your goal is to burn fat. Okay. So this is one of those things where we're not going to get too deep into energy systems because I don't want, I know you're driving right now. 
And I don't want you to fall asleep at the wheel because I'm boring you with this stuff. But what fat burning zone mean? Like what fat burning zone, right? You want to burn fat? I got fat. I want to get, I want to burn fat. I got it right on me. I want to burn it. So uh, doing cardio in the fat burning zone, right? Is the best way to burn fat. That sounds logical to me, except it has nothing to do with logic. And it's got everything to do with physiology. And um, again, I'm going to try not to put you to sleep with this stuff because I don't want you to drop the barbell on your head or, you know, uh, fall asleep while you're running, if you're running or crash into the person in front of you, if you happen to be on your morning commute. So here's why it's not true. It is true that there is a fat burning zone. What does that mean? You're using fat for energy when you do cardio in that fat burning zone, which is a low intensity zone. However, and and when you do a higher intensity zone, you shift from burning fat to burning sugar. And that's actually, it's called glycolytic training. And that's what you feel when you're doing high intensity interval training, your muscles are burning. It's what you feel if you're doing bicep curls or squats or bench presses or any other resistance exercise and you feel that burning you know that you're using sugar for energy, all right? Glucose for energy. So that part is true. But what isn't true is that the fat is coming from stored body fat. It doesn't matter. It's like ketosis people. They're like, oh, I'm burning fat all day long. Yeah, you're burning the fat that you eat. And um, that is not the same as burning the fat from around your waist or your hips or wherever you're hoping to lose fat. So during cardio in the fat burning zone, it's just low intensity cardio. And we know that if you want to burn more calories, burn more energy, then high intensity interval training is a better way to do it if we're talking about cardio. And of course, resistance training is best because it does what? does two things, builds muscle and burns energy while cardio doesn't burn muscle, uh, doesn't build muscle at all. In fact, you can burn muscle if you're doing too much of it, like kind of how I'm doing right now, because I'm doing these intense grueling 90 to two hour, depending on how the instructor feels, because it's Thailand there. They have this sabai, sabai, relaxed attitude. So things are a bit different. You know, it's not a structured American, okay, it's one hour, 45 minute workout. No, it's just kind of like hanging out and doing extra, a lot of exercise and, hey, let's do another round, you know, type of thing. So it's not important to stay in the fat burning zone. Again, just don't even think about the fat burning zone. It's really not important for you unless you are training for performance. So what should you do? Again, what I've already told you to do. If you're doing resistance training, if you're really trying to change your body and you're doing the right thing where you're focusing on resistance training, then you want to do some low to moderate cardio in between your resistance training sessions. And if you have a day that you can do a high intensity interval training routine, or if you're in shape to start incorporating it once a week and you see that it's improving your progress and not taking away from you, then go ahead and go for it. But, um, you know, the fat burning zone, it's not even something you should even worry about or even think about. It has to do with energy systems. And if you don't, if you don't know what that means, if you're not exactly sure about the 
phosphagen, the ATP phosphagen system, if you don't know what the glycolytic system is, if you don't know what oxidative phosphorylation is, then don't even concern yourself with the fat burning zone. It is unnecessary and irrelevant to you. All right. Do what I've already told you to do. And let's get to the fifth myth, which is doing cardio means you can skip your leg workouts because, hey, I went running the other day. In fact, I did a high-intensity interval training routine. It was really hard, and I feel my legs, so I'm not gonna. I'm just going to skip leg day. This is not true. Even if you're doing one of those ridiculous training routines on Instagram where it's usually, I hate to say it, but a woman in tight, you know, yoga pants or whatever, workout pants, and she's doing 20 squats, and then she's doing 20 lunges each leg, and then 10 jump squats, and then like jump hop something or another's. And then it's like, do five rounds and rest one minute in between. Listen, that is, we know that you're just doing, you're turning resistance training into cardio. Women are more guilty of this than men, but I will tell you a, a story of a, a guy who I trained who, who made this mistake too. I had to fire him actually. But on Instagram, you see this all the time. And these women are giving, these women trainers are giving these workouts. And it's fine to love to do all the reps, but what you're really doing is you're turning resistance training into cardio. If that's going to be the case, you're not going to get the results. We know for a fact, if you're doing jump squats, you're not going to build that much muscle. You're not going to get results. You're not going to get the results you want. But Ted, I really feel it. But Ted, I'm sweating. I really feel it. Feel ain't real when it comes to results. Results are results. And this is why so many people don't get results is because they get confused by these distractions. Now, if you're addicted to high-intensity training and you just feel like it's your, your medication and you just you know have to do it or else you're going to, you know, <laughs> you won't be able to get through the day, that's another discussion. We're talking about what works for results here, fat loss, results, results-oriented. So don't skip your leg workouts for cardio if you're concerned with weight loss or fat loss. It's a mistake. It doesn't work. And you should only do that if you're a person who you can't control what you do, right? But I just can't stop doing it. Well, you should go to High Intensity Interval Training Anonymous or whatever. I don't know. Orange Theory Anonymous. But uh, the people who sign up with me and what I'm interested in is what gets results. And um, I will tell you this. I said I was going to tell you a story. So I had a guy that I was training. He was a club promoter. And he loved to go running, probably because he worked these horrible hours and drank too much alcohol. Loved to work his upper body, had these skinny legs, had this muscular upper body. And um, you know he never got the results that he wanted. And I ended up firing him. So maybe that was the most exciting story in the world. But the point is, it totally didn't work for him. And this doesn't work for anyone, man or woman. It doesn't work for anyone. It just doesn't work. Maybe if you're exceptionally genetically gifted. But if that's not you, and that certainly isn't me, it's not going to work for you. And I will say this, if your priority happens to be cardio, 
like for me, my I've put fat loss as a secondary goal for myself. Why? Because I can lose fat where anywhere in the world. But there's only one place in the world that I can train Thai boxing in Thailand, and that is in Thailand. And it is the I'm having such an amazing time. And I would not pass that up just to lose a couple more, just to look a bit better. I am looking lean, and everybody says I'm I'm looking amazing. Thank you so much if you're one of those people. Really appreciate it. But I'm, I could look better, but I'm deciding. I'm being an adult and I'm making what I'm, I'm owning my decision and saying, you know what? I want to do Thai boxing in Thailand because when I go back to Vero Beach, I'll be able to work out and, and do some of that stuff, but it ain't going to be with Thai people and the way they train and just the level of technique here. It's a opportunity of a lifetime. And you better believe that's my priority over losing fat, which I can do anywhere. So I just wanted to share that with you so that you can own what you're doing. And there's nothing wrong with owning that. What what there is a problem with is if you're committed to getting results, losing fat, but you're just, you can't bring yourself to do the right thing, either because you're confused about what strategy works or because you're you're just like, well, but I just want to do it. Okay. You're not going to get in as great a shape then. You're not going to look as good. And that's just how it goes. All right. So let's own it, everybody. Last myth here is that you can eat what you want if you do enough cardio. This is the worst, worst, worst way to look uh, look at things. This is the type of person who's trying to out-train their nutrition. It is extremely difficult to do. It is possible to do it, by the way, but only if you're an athlete. And I mean, do you compete in hard events? And I mean, really compete, not you know, I ran the marathon, but I came in last, you know, I did the bike race and, uh, you know, uh, I came in, you know, 437th. I'm talking about really competitive here. And by the way, there's nothing wrong if you're competing and not coming in first place. That's not what I mean. What I'm saying is unless you're a really serious athlete, you're not going to be able to out train your nutrition. And if your nutrition gets, and I'll tell you this secret there, if you're a really hard training athlete, it's hard. It becomes hard to eat. You get, you get to the point where it's hard to eat. When I was doing jujitsu competitions, it, it was hard to eat enough. I didn't want to eat. And that's what a, a lot of intense exercise makes you feel like. You're just like, oh God, I don't even want to eat right now, but you, I know that I have to. So if you don't have that problem, <laughs> then you should not try to outtrain your nutrition. All right. We know it's just so easy to put back the calories, to put back the energy that you burnt during your exercise through eating a pint of ice cream, a couple of slices of pizza. It, you could do it even on a lot less than that. You know, it's so easy to do a bowl of pasta. That has, you know, you think it's one serving of pasta and it's actually four or five servings. It's easy, you know, it's easy to eat back what you've burnt off, especially if you're a person who's doing a lot of exercise. We know there's this sweet spot where if you're not doing any exercise at all, 
you're going to you're going to be hungry and you're going to be getting fat because you're because being sedentary doesn't help you not be hungry. And we also know on the other extreme is that if you're thinking that you're going to put yourself in a position to lose a lot of fat because you're doing so much exercise. We also know that there will be a point where if you're doing a lot, it's going to stimulate your appetite. And then of course, like I said, there might come a point if you're doing a lot where you're just, you don't want to eat at all. Um, But that's not good for you because then you don't recover well. And then you run into all the problems of overtraining like I did. So if you want To lose fat, focus on nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. Cardio, you could, here's the truth. You could not do any cardio and you could lose fat with resistance training three times a week. The vast majority of people could get away with that listening to this. Every once in a while, I'll get a person who uh, it's hard for them to... um, you know, it's hard for them to to get by like this. There is some differences to some people's, uh, the, the way their metabolisms react to, um, to being in a calorie deficit, so trying to lose fat. But for the most part, you, the vast majority of people can get away with working out three times a week with weights and focusing on nutrition and doing just being active, getting you know five thousand, six thousand, eight thousand steps, maybe even ten thousand steps on the off days, just walking around, doing it while you watch Netflix. If you have to do more exercise than that, then it's because your nutrition isn't on point, or because your your workout program is just poorly designed. You should not have to kill yourself to to lose weight. And certainly not by using cardio. If you do too much cardio, we know you're going to end up just burning muscle. And that's it, folks. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And just a brief recap here. So myth number one, cardio is the ticket to faster weight loss. That's not true. If you want fat loss or weight loss, I like to say fat loss, but I know a lot of people aren't like fat loss. I want to lose fat, but weight is I see the weight on the scale. So fat loss, the key to fat loss is nutrition. And then way, way, way second is resistance training. Okay. So myth number two, high intensity interval training is the only cardio worth doing. High intensity interval training is great, but it comes with a price. Low intensity, moderate uh, to moderate intensity cardio training is great because, well, the only price you got to pay is you got to spend the time to do it, but it has great benefits for you. Okay. And especially it comes with a low cost to your joints and it's easy on your cardiovascular system. So, uh, it allows you to recover. Myth number three, doing cardio on an empty stomach torches maximum body fat. No, it does not. However, if you enjoy doing it and you feel like you make better choices later, go for it. Myth number four, It's important to stay in the fat-burning zone if your goal is to burn fat. Fat Fat-burning zone means that you're utilizing fat for fuel. And I'm not going to get into this too much, like I said, but it has to do with the energy systems. And you're mostly using the fat stored in your muscles, uh, not uh, not around your waist, 
Okay, so it's not the stored body fat unless your your nutrition is on point. So you can't get away from the nutrition thing. So myth number five, doing cardio means you can skip your leg workouts. It doesn't matter how many hundreds of jump lunges and jump squats and you know hop arounds or whatever else you did. Resistance training uh, is going to be is always going to be more bang for your buck. So it's not a substitute for leg training. Myth number six, you can eat what you want if you do enough cardio. Incredibly difficult to out-train your diet. And if you're a person with a normal life, you've got kids or a career or you don't sleep as well as you used to or whatever, you got stress going on in your life, this is the recipe for a bad situation where it's just not going to work for you. All right, Very few people can do this, and it's usually competitive athletes, especially uh, like hardcore, like mar- people who run marathons all the time, for example, or martial art, MMA guys, guys who do, uh, or and women for that matter, who do mixed martial arts. But uh, you can't exercise, is, it doesn't allow you get, to get away with whatever you want nutrition wise. Okay. Uh, flexible dieting can do that, but that's a talk for another time. And so those are the myths. I hope you learned a lot today. And what I want to tell you is if you're a person who's struggling to get results from your current workout, for example, you're not seeing results every single week. Maybe you're making some of the mistakes that I'm telling you. Maybe you are a a person who has some type of sport and you're having trouble designing your workout in a way where you're going to prioritize, you know, where you're going to look better from doing it. And or maybe you're doing a workout right now and you're really making an effort to prioritize uh, looking better, losing fat, but you're not seeing the results you want. I want to tell you about a special offer I have, which is uh, my coaching is pretty full, but I am opening up these 10 spots for program design. So if you're interested in, and this is only a program, it's not coaching Uh, It's not anything else. It's just if your program isn't working. So if you haven't seen results last from last week to this week, if you haven't seen results in the past month or several months or hopefully not years, but if you're ready and you want to see results from your program and you want to learn the principles and have them applied into a workout and have me coach you on how to do it and give you the workout to do on your own because it's not a coaching program, but I do do a call with you to coach you on exactly what you need to do, what you need to focus on to get the best results. If you're interested in that, then what I want you to go to is legendarylifepodcast.com slash workout. That's legendarylifepodcast.com slash workout, and you fill out the application and we'll go from there. Again, this is only for people Uh, If you want coaching, that's another link. This is only for people who want a workout uh, designed by me for them to get better results because what they're doing now, what they're doing for men's health or women's health or bodybuilding.com or whatever.com is not working. Happy to help. I'm opening up for 10 spots only and thousands of people are listening to this. We're also emailing it and sharing it on our personal, I mean, social media pages. So if you're interested, click legendary or go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash workout and be one of the 10 people who gets me to write a workout for them. That's it for this week. Hope you learned a lot. Remember, 
Better information leads to better results, but only if you apply it. Have an amazing week and talk soon.